Welcome to Health Media Now with award-winning author and host, Denise Messenger, for a lifetime of health empowerment. Live by being in the pink, meaning P stands for being persistent, I stands for using your intuition, N stands for networking, and K stands for obtaining knowledge. Preserve and protect your health by listening live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our guests entertain and share cutting-edge information. They share with you what may have taken years to achieve through experience in their field. Become inspired and motivated. Reach your full potential with fascinating tips and products. Receive a lifetime of benefits from authors, doctors, practitioners, healthcare providers, and learn about exciting new products. You asked for it, and we deliver. Now, here's your host, Denise Messenger. Hello, listeners. Today is November 13th, 2013, and today we have with us Terry J. She is an amazing intuitive medium. She's an energy healer, a pet psychic, and a horse whisperer. She's also renowned as a medical and veterinary intuitive. She regularly communicates with both people and pets on the other side, particularly when helping people deal with the loss of a loved one. Terry, I want to welcome you to our show today. It's great to be here, Denise. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. So I like to start out my show with talking a little bit about how you got on the path that you're on today. Well, what happened to me is is I'm just really a, a down-to-earth kind of cowgirl. And I, I love horses. They've been in my life forever. And I did a horseback therapy program for disabled children off and on for about 35 years. Well, one day back in 1990, I actually heard a nonverbal child. And once I had it confirmed that I did hear him, um, the suggestion was made to learn to communicate with the horses because it's the same thing. Horse, all animals are, are telepathic. So it was kind of weird because I'm, you know, I'm so nuts and bolts and down to earth to have this woo-woo stuff going on. But um, I persevered anyway, and one thing has led to another, and about a year into it I heard my first dead person talking to me. So it's really just been an adventure. Wow. <laughs> I'm sure our listeners are just amazed by this story. What um, what has been one of the most significant things that you've heard from either an animal, a dead person, etc.? I think a lot of the information that I get from people that have passed has made me not afraid of death. You know, this is not all there is. We definitely mm-hmm. go on. You know, the, the spirit is energy. And it goes on forever. So um, just the things that they've taught me about what's important when you pass, how um, deceased people are almost like a different different species. You know, they're not involved in human matters. And there's a lot of misinformation out there that a lot of um, mediums, especially mediums on television, will portray that, you know, that our loved ones on the other side have concerns about what's going on in our life, and it's just not true. The only thing that stays the same is the love. Really? Absolutely. 
do you ever hear of so so do they have any kind of activities or or they just exist it feels to me like they do uh, to me because you know if, if i would think about heaven heaven would be riding horses you know over the hills and so that mm-hmm. would be my idea of heaven um the the big thing that's different is there's no competition on the other side and there's only positive stuff nothing negative can go to the other side because it's it's physics it's not a vibrational match to our source so everything huh. negative gets shed off and left behind and i believe that's actually what causes hauntings is when someone passes and they they shed off all their negativity and it kind of gets stuck, it's not the person, it's not the spirit, it's not the soul, it's the negative energy garbage that they've shut off and left behind. So if someone in this life uh, killed, killed a person, how would that work on the other side? Um, it, there's it's no judgment. Away? Yeah, all of the negativity gets shut off. I mean, I think we all have a V8 moment when we cross. We smack our forehead and go, oh, I could have done things so differently. And then we just, Mm -hmm. you know, plan for our next time, our next incarnation. But, you know, we may even decide to make ourselves suffer in the next lifetime. Really? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and, I worked with I worked with all, all of those severely disabled kids. Kids, I've never met a child that's quadriplegic from cerebral palsy that was not a past life suicide. And what's <gasps> interesting about that, though, is the opposite is not true. Not every suicide, come, you know, person chooses to come back disabled. It has to do with their intention in the last moment of their existence. There's so many people that. Um, you know, commit suicide, but in their last conscious moment, if their intention is, no, I don't want to die, that's just an accident. It's, isn't that weird? That is very weird. it's based on intention. It's based on intention. Huh. I'll be darned. What do um, animals basically tell you? A lot of the animals that I work with are having health or behavior problems, and a lot of the barrel racing horses that I work on, they're they're having um, you know competition problems, and for a great number of them, it's just basically undiagnosed pain issues. You know, horses have to have chiropractic and acupuncture in order to stay comfortable, and there's still so many people who don't believe in it and don't think it's necessary, but um, it's so important for their well-being, you know, to have regular chiropractic. Well, don't um, thoroughbred racehorses have all of that? Some of them do, do. but it really depends on the trainer. There's a lot of old-fashioned trainers that just don't believe in it. And I've Mm. done readings on horses that were coming in, you know, fifth and sixth and eighth that had two or three chiropractic adjustments that then broke their maiden. They won. So it's really important. How about dogs? Do well, my dogs get chiropractic. Or? Yeah, my dogs get chiropractic all the time, and and one of the one of the things that that I will yell at anyone about is if they're picking up a small dog with one hand. I, I don't care who you are, I will yell at you <laughs> mm-hmm. because small dogs they get picked up. A lot of times, people will pick up a dog facing them, like if you pick up a baby under the under the arms. 
Mm-hmm. And if you pick a dog up that way, not only can you pop their ribs out, but you leave the hind end hanging, and when that hind end is hanging and dangling, you can actually cause uh, herniated discs, ruptured discs, and all kinds of low back problems. So it's really important mm-hmm. to make sure a dog, a small dog, is always sideways to you where you can put one hand under their chest and one hand under their butt before you pick them up. Which part of your psychic ab- abilities do you enjoy the most, working with the animals or with the people? I love it all. I, I really believe my favorite thing is having a client who has a serious, serious health issue, and we talk about energy healing, and we talk about um, what the issues in the tissues are, and then when they go and get healed, and then they call me and they say, oh, my goodness, my serious disease is completely gone, I don't think anything can be more gratifying than that. That's true. I know um, before our show started, we were talking about individuals that come down with cancer. And I was just amazed to hear that you have actual accounts of individuals who were diagnosed with cancer and then through energy healing, the cancer went away. Completely gone. Yeah, absolutely. We just don't realize what we do to ourselves, the, the, the things that we tell ourselves, the negative stuff we tell ourselves all the time. And we don't realize how damaging that is because cells respond to emotions. It's why when mm-hmm. we fall in love, we feel lighter, we feel more flexible, we feel happy, you know, we feel healthier when we're in love. And when mm-hmm. we go through grieving, we actually, our physical body hurts. It's difficult, though. I mean, if you have the loss of a loved one or an animal, you're going to grieve. So Yeah, but it's, that, it's a process. It's not a life sentence. True. And there's a lot of people that will make it a life sentence. I remember working mm-hmm. with a client whose um, husband had died, and she was sobbing uncontrollably while we're trying to do the reading, and I just happened to say, when did he pass? And she said, it, it'll be... It'll be nine years on this date. And I, I, and I said, seriously? I mean, I wanted to reach her the phone and just knock her up aside the head. Because all mm-hmm. I could think about is she could have been married and divorced and had five children by now. Mm-hmm. You know, with, and had a happy life. And instead, she, she's choosing to stay in her grief. And it's really right. interesting, but you know how, um, I think it's October's Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and women do not realize this, but breast cancer is caused by unresolved, unreleased grief and sorrow. That is what causes breast cancer. Why do you suppose it's it's on the uptick? Because we've had we've had those types of emotions for centuries, but we've not had the amount of breast cancer that we do now. Yeah, but I think I think in in, in years past we there they didn't have the diagnostics. They really didn't uh, have diagnostics. So there were women dying of, of disease without people knowing mm-hmm. what it was. Well, so I don't think point. we have more cases of it. Mm-hmm. I know. I, I tend to think so because our environment has become so polluted. Is it, uh, is it uh, your belief that, that even with pollution and, and eating incorrectly, that 
you could still become healed strictly through energy healing, or do you need a combination of a lot of different things? I think I think we just have to be sensible about it. I mean, I don't recommend drinking Drano and then hoping to be healthy, you know. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that if you don't deal with the emotional cause, your disease will come back. doesn't matter what treatment True. you have. That's it right. It really doesn't. So it's really important yeah. to not only take good care of yourself and value yourself as a human being, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but by doing energy healing and choosing to release all of the stuck negativity that we have within us, Oh my goodness, we can have such a happy life too, an abundant life. Mhm. And we're really here for such a short period of time it it it, it seems. Although with your abilities to to talk to people on the other side, do they have a sense of time or is that no, all gone? No, that's a really good point. Oh, Denise, that's a really good point. There is no time on the other side. And, you know, I drive people nuts because they'll go, let's talk about numerology. And I'm like, what? why? There's no numbers on the other side. Numbers are made up by man. You know? Mm-hmm. They're made up by man. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about astrology. Uh, how about not? You know, it, the sun, the moon, and the stars are going to have an influence on our life. But I get I really really frost my pumpkin when people will <laughs> say, well my my astrology forecast said this and this and this is going to happen. Well, if you think about the law of attraction, which is a law like gravity, if you shout yes at something good that's supposed to happen, you're going to make it happen. But if you shout no at some purported negativity that is supposed to befall you, you'll pull that negativity in. You'll make the negativity yes. thing happen. That's true. That's so true. So I don't, you know, I don't believe in any predictions. Um, I, I think they're dangerous. I think the the whole mm-hmm. purpose of my work is to find help people find where they're blocked and how they're blocked, and give them other resources that they can use in order to educate themselves about about getting happy and getting healthy and using that law of attraction to better their life. You know, it's all about empowerment. You know, we come here so powerful, and then little by mm-hmm. little, people chip away at our power until we're completely powerless. And then we wonder why we have a sucky life. Well, I don't think it's so much that they chip away at your power. It's that we give our power away. Right, but we're not aware of it when we're, you know, two and three years of age. True. We don't have that awareness True. that that we're giving away our power. We, we don't have mm-hmm. any choices in it. With yeah, a lot and, of people, can, I can pinpoint yeah. in their life when they became powerless. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's How long because... How it you to figure that out? <laughs> oh, it's instantaneous. It's instantaneous. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. What yeah, because chick. it's not my stuff. I mean, Denise, this is the coolest thing about doing my work is I could be a freaking idiot. I just have to be a good listener. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like a I'm like a big old translator. I mean, I joke and call myself like a big cell phone tower. Only instead of just receiving telephone signals, I'm receiving information from the universe. Mm. How does it How does it come through to you? Are there different voices, different sounds? Um, I get it on so many levels. I get taste, smells, sounds, feelings. The feelings can either be emotions or pain. I can be shown pictures. I can be shown, you know, little mental videos. You know, it just it it just varies. 
It's amazing to me when I'm talking with dogs and cats and even horses. They'll say, where's the dog that smells like this? Or where's the horse that smells like that? And I have to apologize. You know, hey, my nose doesn't work. How does this, this animal look? <laughs> and then sometimes I can describe, to, describe, you know, to the owner what they're showing me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You ever, um, do you ever hear one animal talking to you at the same time that another one is? Oh gosh, yeah. If I'm, you know, in, you know, talking to a house full of animals for for their owner, and I, I'll do all the animals in the house in a reading easily, and um, it's really funny because somebody will, you know, often chime in, and the rudest animals are the cats. Oh my lord, they'll be like, hey, 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 I need to say something. You know, the dogs patiently <laughs> wait their turns until they know I'm focused on them, but the cats, they just want to get right in my face and go, listen, I got a problem with that dog. It's hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> well, cats are more intelligent than dogs, from what I understand. I don't know. I know some really smart dogs, really. Yeah. Know, and, and I, you know, don't don't write me letters about being, you know, breed prejudice. But God, those cattle dogs, you know, Australian oh. cattle dogs and the cattle dog mixes, the border collies. Oh, those are some smart, smart dogs. Jeez. I had, I had an um an Australian cattle dog. I'd actually inherited him from my father. And um, he lived a long time. Yeah, they do. Well, see, animals are getting the same benefits. I don't think he liked much, though. <laughs> well, it just depends. You know, it just depends. They, they're allowed to have opinions like we are. <laughs> yeah. he, he, he was very loyal to my father. Um, but he, he, really, he really didn't care for me much, but <laughs> I took care of him. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes they're one-owner dogs, too. Mm-hmm. They, they yeah, he really never warmed are. up to me. No. Never warmed up to me. So do these, do these um, animals complain about their owners? Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes they do. I have one client that does not leave her poor Shih Tzu alone for a minute. She's always like... Fixing her hair, putting in barrettes, cleaning her eyes, cleaning her butt. She never leaves that freaking dog alone. And that dog just tells me all the time, would you please tell her just to leave me alone? You know, and, and the person, I can't say anything to the person because the person is like, oh, yes, I just do everything for my little foo-foo dog. And, so, you know, you can't say anything. You just can't, you, you know. There's so many times when I have to just be kind. Mhm. And and you know and choosing to be kind is 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 a better choice. And and I listen to my right. guides. There's so many times I get information, you know, and guidance, and I get ready to open my mouth and say something, and I hear, eh, eh, that, nope, you know, and I'm not allowed <laughs> to say a word. And I, I listen to that all the time. I mean, I, I may have this argument going on in my head with my guides, and I'm silent. And my client will go, are, are you okay? And I'll go, well, I'm just listening to my guides. And really, uh, we're having an argument. We're having an argument because I want to tell them something. And they're going, no, not in their best interest. Okay. <laughs> I have to just give up. Oh you, can't, you, know, you can't have an ego and do this work. Ego means easing God out. It is never mm-hmm. about me. Oh, never, never, never. It is always about how can I serve my clients? How can I serve them? 
How do you handle the stress? Because it's got to be stressful at times. No, it's a hoot and a half. Every reading really? is new and exciting, and I'm going to learn stuff. Oh. You know, every reading is so exciting. I work seven days a week in holidays. I mean, I'm already scheduled to do readings, group readings on, on the phone. You know, they get a speaker phone. And I'm doing mm-hmm. group readings on Thanksgiving Day so people can connect to their loved ones who um, have passed in the last year. Oh, my gosh. So I even work on holidays just so people can have that experience. And that is so much fun. Oh, my goodness, the stuff they come up with. I, can't, you know, I, I really think I should title my book, I Can't Make This Shit Up, because it's just too bizarre. <laughs> I really do. The publisher would probably have a problem with that, but it's, the stuff I get is just bizarre. <laughs> well, I would think uh, it would be rather private at times, correct? Pardon? It wouldn't it be private, private at times? What do you mean private? Well, uh, the things that that um, are revealed to you sometimes are of private nature between, you know, people. Um, yeah, so. sometimes I get really uncomfortable, and you can hear me say, "I'm not telling them that." Because I'm arguing with my guides, and sometimes I'll get out loud, and, and my guides will go, go ahead, they can handle it. And I'll go, all right. And I tell them, and oh, my God, they about pee their pants laughing. Because, and it, it'll be something really um, really personal and even something intimate. But, you know, it never right. goes past me. I never, I never talk about my, um, my clients except, you know, if, if I'm doing it anonymously. I'm not getting names yeah. out, you know, that sort of right. thing. Right. You, you do it in an so abstract I'm like, way. Right. I'm, I'm like Fort Knox when it comes to information about clients. I've had mm-hmm. clients call me and say, so-and-so called me and said they had a reading with you, and, they, and I'm on a schedule, and I'll go, okay, sure, what time do you want to And I'll go, do you remember doing the reading? And I'll go, I don't, I don't, don't discuss my clients. I'll go, but, Terry, it was 20 minutes ago. Wow. <laughs> I'm still not going to talk about it. Mm. So, I mean, I do, I do a lot of readings for politicians. I do a lot of readings for stars, Hollywood stars, reality mm-hmm. stars. You will never hear it from me that I've done it. Never. And I don't go around going, oh, yes, I'm the psychic of the stars. I would never do that. <laughs> That's so ridiculous. Mm. But I do a lot of, a lot of really um, high-powered people, you know, and I just I treat everybody the same. I treat everybody with unconditional love. Hmm. So are people the only ones that, that go on, or do the animals go on as well? Oh, our animals go with us too. I always get animals when I'm doing a crossing over reading. Oh, I always mm-hmm. get animals, and I go, okay, there's a little white dog with them. And oh, my goodness, people just start crying. Oh, that was my dog. You know, they just go on and on because, you know, people mm. wonder about that. But we're all the same energy, so we all return to the same place. And it's really not a place. Mm. It's just a, you know. But we're all the same energy. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is physics. It's not. It's not woo-woo stuff. Everything's right. energy. Everything has a vibration and frequency. And I know all I'm doing is picking up on vibrations and frequencies that other people miss. That's all I'm doing. And it's a hoot. It is so much fun. I love helping people. And what's yeah, really too. fun too is I'll go. I'll go. Okay, did you see that shift you just made? 
And I go, yeah, I can feel that. And it's like my guys hit me on the back of the head and go, hey, tell her that. You know, it's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, you shifted. So, so talk to um, talk to our listeners about the ten senses that you believe we're all born with. Oh gosh, um, I you know we're all born with the regular senses that most of us have, and mm-hmm. and then but we have the the five spiritual senses which are intuition clairvoyance, clairsentience, clairaudience, and claircognizance. And clair just means clear. So clairvoyance, mm-hmm. clairseeing, clairaudience, think auditory, you know, clairhearing. Um, claircognizance is clear knowing, cognition, right? And then clairsentience mm-hmm. is clear feeling. And that can be feeling anything, whether it's an emotion or something tactile, a smell, a taste, it can be all of that. So we all have those, and we turn them off in childhood, and so then it's just a matter of uh-huh. turning them back on as we become, you know, become, uh, you know, wanting to do this work. And so you believe that anybody has the ability to do the type oh, of gosh, work that yes, you I, do? Absolutely, and and I do workshops all over the country. As a matter of fact, now I'm doing uh, benefit workshops for any 501c3 that's animal related, whether it's a therapeutic riding program or an SPCA or um, a humane society or, mm-hmm. or a horse rescue group. I'm doing workshops all over the country now, and, and I do um, a split with, with the uh, charity. And um, it, it really works out great because they get my ebook ahead of time. And so mm-hmm. when we start in, it's just a little bit of review, and then I pair people up and they start doing readings for each other, and they're doing them. It's incredible. They're doing readings wow. for strangers that fast. Before the end of the day, they're doing readings for strangers. So I, you know, I hear of people going to um, you know, psychic institutes for years at a time, and, mm-hmm. oh, and I'm, I might be getting it now. And it's like, seriously? You know, you can do this in an afternoon. It's more, it's wow. more relearning. It's more relearning and turning back on those skills you've turned off than anything else. You know, we've all had so a gut feeling about something. Go ahead. Sure. Is your workshops um, like one day event or yeah longer? Mm-hmm. It's just one day, and everybody's doing readings. It's just amazing. Incredible. You know, grounding is probably the most challenging part, but, you know, we've even got a new way and easier way of doing grounding, so we don't have to do all that visualization and intention. Well, you know, it's funny when you talk about, you know, using your intuition because I'm really big on that. I've yeah. actually done um, speeches about it. Mm-hmm. Not from your perspective, it was more of a personal um, perspective on my part, but I find that people don't pay attention to their inner voices. No, we don't. They don't, they don't we, trust we don't. their inner voices. Absolutely. And the big thing that I, that I think that I give to my, my students in the workshops, which it becomes critical, is the timing. Because it's like we, you know, we want to ask a question and then wait sitting there drumming our fingers on the desk waiting for the universe to answer us. And the thing is, and this is probably the thing that I stress the most, is there's no rules of polite conversation with animals or dead people or on the other side. So as you're forming a mental question, 
you're being given or shown the answer that fast. So a mental conversation with guides sounds like this. Should, oh, do what, oh, should, oh, and that fast you're getting the answers. And, and because we wow. get too much into our question, we miss it. Hmm. Talk a little bit about the role of intention. Oh, intention is everything. Oh, my goodness. Um, I love Wayne Dyer's um, CDs and book about the power of intention. It, it really changed my life. It really did. And, and it, gets, it gets you where you set your intention and you're clear on that intention, and it's only positive, you know, all the time because it's not when I do, just do my work. I set my intention before I'm even out of bed in the morning about what kind of day I'm going to have. And it's incredible sure. what, it, what it'll do for you. Mm-hmm. So I always, I always want to be, um, you know, um, just a, a vessel of information available to my clients and, and serve mm-hmm. them in the best way possible. That, to me, is how I set my intention. It's not about me. It's not about, you know, uh-huh. you know the dog and pony show. Ooh, look what I did. No, it's never like that. Well, when you talk about grounding and that it's an amazing technique, Mm-hmm. explain There's what a, that entails. Well, I think it's really important for us to be grounded to the earth, you know, and we do this with visualization and intention, and then we have to have our crown chakra, the one that's on the top of our head. We've got to have that open. We've got to have that sucker open so that we can receive all of that beautiful white light from source. And we do it with just visualization and intention. If anybody wants grounding instructions, just email me. I'm happy to send them to you. And there's an easier way to do it, though. Remember the thing we used to do as kids, here is the church and here is the steeple and open the doors and see all the people? Mm -hmm. Remember that? Okay. Well, you can ground doing that, too, if you watched uh, Eat, Love, Pray. Uh, Julia Roberts was doing it when she was meditating. And you, you put your, your pinky and ring finger inside your hand. You steeple your middle finger and your first finger. And then you touch the pads of your thumbs together away from your first fingers. And it will ground you instantly. It's incredible. Hmm. So that makes it a lot easier, too. What's the three-point connection? Um, oh, I love this. You know, this gives me like a contact high when I do it. Sometimes I just I just want to stand there. You know, when you're with a really open, loving person, you just mm-hmm. want to stand there and like get a contact high off of them. Anyway, what you do with intention is you ground yourself, and then as you're bringing the white light in the top of your head, you connect your heart chakra to their heart chakra. Even if they're on the phone with you, you just do it long distance. And then you... Um, take your third eye and connect it to their heart chakra. And that gives you a three-point connection. And it's a, it's, it's a, I, I don't want to say it's a law of physics, but anytime you have three points, energy can flow. Hmm. And so you basically bring the white light down your head, you go heart to heart, and then heart to third eye. And so you're making a cycle that you're putting that white light on, and, and it gives you that almost electrical connection to someone, and you can do it with a pet or you can do it with a human, it doesn't matter, but you get that almost electrical connection to them, and, and that's how you receive your information. You're, you're connected to them with unconditional love and no judgment, and, um, and, and you just receive whatever information is in their best interest. 
So when you're doing a um, a reading for someone, and maybe you don't even call it a reading, maybe it's called something else, um, what do you consider the seven no-nos? Oh, my goodness. That, Boy. that they, you know, they can a- you know, ask you. It's really awful because you'll hear other um, psychics and mediums do, answer these questions all the time. Oh, they make That's me crazy. True. Oh. True. So you never tell someone when they or someone else is going to die. Never, ever, ever. It is never in their best interest to know that. I don't care if they have terminal cancer and their doctor has told them how long they're going to live. We always have heard of stories where they only gave somebody three months and they made it six more years. We've all heard stories about that. Mm -hmm. So telling Mm -hmm. someone when they or someone else is going to die never serves. It, it doesn't. Even if, it's, even if it pops into my head when they're going to die, I would never tell them that. Okay? Right. Because the other thing, too, is if they said, no, I don't want to die, then I want to live longer than that. If they're pushing against a negative, they're going to pull the negative to them. It's a law. Okay? Oh, so even what if I'm, that's a good point. That's a law of attraction. So if you say, yeah, you, mm. you're, going to die, you're going to die when you're 80, if the person goes, no, I, don't, I want to die when I'm 90, so I'm pushing against dying at 80, they'll die at 80 because they're pushing against it. Because the universe huh. brings you what you focus on. That's the law of attraction, right? Yeah, it's true. If you've ever noticed, a lot of times somebody will say, well, I will never do that or I will never go there. Right, right. And next thing you know, <laughs> that's exactly what's happening. <laughs> I love it when somebody gets a new car and they say, I hope I don't wreck it, I hope I don't wreck it, I hope I don't wreck it. Sure enough, they're in a wreck because they pull in what they're saying no to, right? So some of the other other no-nos is you never tell somebody how many times they're going to be pregnant versus how many children they're going to have. Because because of the unknown there, so many women get pregnant Mm -hmm. and just absorb or abort without ever knowing it. You know, so if you're picking Mm -hmm. up on that was a pregnancy and that was a pregnancy and that, because what if the number's different? How many times am I going to be pregnant? Uh, Twelve. Wow. (laughs) How many kids am I going to have? Two. (laughs) You've just set that woman up to be terrified, right? (laughs) You've just just set her up to be terrified, you know, because it's like (laughs) she's going to worry that she's going to have these 12 pregnancies and half of them she might even never know about. Right? <laughs> it's true. So you never talk about that. And, and I never talk about who somebody's going to marry or when they're going to get married. I was on a radio show the other day. I was pulling my hair out because I was trying to teach this radio host that we don't <laughs> ever make predictions. And sure enough, somebody called in and said, you know, I'm really mad because you told me I was going to get back together with my girlfriend and we were going to get married. And, and uh, she dumped me. And he was mad. And I mm-hmm. was like, well, see, there you go. You never tell people that. To me, it's about empowering people. You know, um, mm-hmm. you empower mm-hmm. people and you teach them about the law of attraction so they can pull in and manifest the perfect partner. That's the best thing you can do for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're all always calling stuff. in going, pardon? It's all positive. Yeah. All positive. Yeah, it has to be empowering. There's so many times people call in, they go, um, I was dating this guy, 
and but but you know he's drunk a lot. And I go, that's it, you're done. That's a that's a deal breaker. Alcoholism is a deal breaker. Oh no, he's mm-hmm. a social drinker. And how often is he social? Oh, every night. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, okay, well, there's your red flag. So obvious. It really is, and they just don't do it. So that pretty much covers um, the kinds of of questions I won't ever answer, ever. Yeah, that's, it seems more real to me, what, you know, what you do, a lot more real. It, It is real. I love it. I have a blast with it. I have problems from it, though. I mean, I don't want people to think, oh, she's got such a charmed life. I don't have an off switch, and I don't have a very good filter. So when I'm in public places, I get way too much information. Oh, my Lord. You know, I hear people's thoughts and feelings, and, um, you know, Mm. it has kept Mm -mm. me safe. But but on the other hand, you know, I'm hearing things I, I could go my whole life without ever hearing. Well, we're running out of time. Would you please tell our listeners um, your email address, how they can reach you, and quickly what projects you're working on? Okay, best way to reach me is through my website, which is just www.terrijay.com. And there's tons of places on that, like on the Contact Terry page, where you can click on Email Terry, and then that, that's the best way to contact me. Um, some of the other projects that I'm working on is, like I said, we're trying to get do more and more of the benefit workshops all across the country in Canada so that we can help raise money for animal charities. And um, I'm also, I've also got uh, one television show that I think we'll start, start uh, taping after the first of the year, and I'm working on projects on two more television shows. Plus, I'm um, finishing up my first book, which is going to be on communication with people who cannot you know, people that have communication mm. disorders such as Alzheimer's, dementia, strokes, autism, coma. I do that kind of communication. It's a hoot. Well, I just want to take this opportunity to thank you so much for being with us today. I know you have a really, really busy schedule, Terry J. <laughs> <laughs> and um, for our listeners, Please tune in again next Wednesday at 4 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. And to all of you, have a great, great evening. Bye-bye now. We celebrate our listeners worldwide and invite you to contact Denise at www.healthmedianow.com with any questions you may have. And follow her on Twitter at Health Media Now and Facebook at Health Media Now. For those interested in an advertising campaign on her show, contact Lisa at KnowledgeWorksPub.com. Be sure to visit GotCancerNowWhat.com for information on Denise Messenger's award-winning book, Got Cancer Now What? Thank you, listeners. Again, I just wanted to remind you that the entire contents of this radio show is based upon the opinions of Denise Messenger and her guests. The information on the show, it's not intended to replace a one-on-one relationship with a qualified healthcare professional, and it's not intended 
as medical advice. It's intended as a sharing of knowledge and information for our guests and experiences of Denise and her community. We encourage you to make your own healthcare decisions based upon your research and in partnership with a qualified healthcare professional of your choice. Thank you and good night.